his phone said, Oh no! Look out, guys! Sky zombies! <laughs> it's literally raining zombies. Literally. We can't let this guy go. It's, it's raining with corpses of men. Hallelujah. Is that like a little uh, well pond thing in front of me? Is That's a tree that you have right next to you. Oh, it's a tree. There is a well a little bit further down the alley, though, if you go uh, drag the map. As soon as I'm sure it's safe, yeah, I'll wash a, myself yeah, in Yeah, there's it. a well right there. And Clovis leaves the map. As all the people come out and see me putting blood and guts into their water source. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy. Well, what, they, they have these things called buckets. <laughs> I just put my hand in it. Alright, so they're walking back this way? Yes, they are returning. Oh, oh good, good. That wasn't a thing we were going to do. Great, awesome. So you killed the big bad guy and didn't let him leave town, right? <laughs> Best, best of luck with that one. <laughs> Orion pops up. Uh, he looks around and sees the, the zombie corpses. Well, uh, they, you guys took care of it? Not exactly. Okay. Situation at the moment is under control. But the person behind it left. He's a he's about a hundred yards that way. If you would like to go speak to him, actually, <laughs> you guys couldn't you couldn't stop him. Um. Well, I'm gonna. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna look at this guy like he's the biggest idiot ever. I'll be like, he just 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 shadows just come out of his cloak, man. What are we supposed to do? Impressive. Huh. He's 3,300 and something years old. Oh, wow. Which is apparently uh, also of my age as well. You look it. <laughs> <laughs> he summoned like a couple dozen zombies and just strutted away. Yeah, you guys should probably come back to uh, the, the guild hall, and uh, we, we'll, we'll regroup and have a little chit-chat about this. Uh, Again, seriously, if you can project yourself literally anywhere, you should just go over there. I can't project myself literally anywhere. I'm bound to a radius around him. You want to go big to him? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Uh, I would love to see this But you see him kind of like like he's talking off camera, so to speak. <laughs> like, all right, just and then the thing, and, the, yeah. and all of a sudden you see this like portal pop up in the middle of town near where you and Clovis had had the conversation. Ooh. This Pretty uh, much this like, magical like doorway, like you were you looking through, like you see like this. It's like I've got a purple border, and you look through it and you see like the mess hall of the guild that you guys had originally met and had that conversation with that annoying uh, automaton thing. <laughs> you couldn't have done that four days ago. <laughs> no, they weren't around. <laughs> and it's, and I have the feeling it's a it's a recall spell. As I start walking back up, I do ask, "Shall we burn the bodies? We don't want them coming, getting back up." Can you just go in there? And someone steps out of the door, completely cloaked, like it's a red cloak with like these yellow flames all in the trim. They all. And huh. walks back through the door. Andy. Very useful at barbecue night. <laughs> you should come with us. Not impressed. I've seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be able to do that once. To you. I'm not like, they've seen it before. Like a couple months ago, we were going to have a bonfire, but it had been raining for a couple days, and we're like, it's, we're just going to have to cancel. And he showed up. Boom. Party on. <laughs> you all enter through the door? Yep. Might yeah. as well. Right. I, I take one long last look over my shoulder. Longingly. Don't worry. We'll get it. <laughs> so you all pop back up into the 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 guild the main hall of the guild, the, the same hall that you had all had met up in uh, met up before. Uh again, very large hall, has a, like a, a bar attachment to it, you can see there's stairways on either side of the room that, um, or, yeah, there are stairs on either side of the room that lead up to like a second floor, like kind of like a balcony, that lead, then lead off to other parts of the, the upper gill, or upper floors, 
There's a couple main doors off on the far walls that lead to other parts of the guild, but this is where apparently most of the guild spends most of its time. Uh, they eat here, they drink here, they gather. This is like the the common room, you know, basically where everyone hangs out. There's a large fireplace. Uh, when you enter, uh, you see, just as you enter through the portal, you see that red-cloaked figure kind of like leaving through one of the double doors on the first floor. And you see uh, Orin, Orion uh, sitting at the bar having a drink. Little 14 year old looking kid has a big old friggin' giant uh, <laughs> uh, glass of mead, a giant mug of mead in his hands. So, did we get any info on the guy? What's going on? Former paladin from claims to be 3,000 years ago. Looks like he's arraigned now as either a death cleric, oathbreaker, or some sort of death knight. Um, traveling under disguise, using magic to uh, pass through unnoticed. Hmm. His name's Clovis. <laughs> I chuckle with him. His <laughs> name was given as Clovis, and we were able to track him following the trail of lingering magic that he left behind as he passed through. So while he can slip through unnoticed to the unknowing, if we're looking for him, we should be able to find him. So uh, you guys, you know, you've all just really just recently met uh, Orion. You've only known Orion for a little, you know, a short time, as you've only been a member for, say, several months. But And he's not around very often, or not, he doesn't spend a lot of time in the, the common room. Kind of usually he's off doing his own thing. You mentioned Clovis, and while you start to laugh, he went pale. <laughs> and he just kind of slides off the bar stool, leaving behind his drink, and just slowly and morosely walks out of the room. What, was it something I said? Uh, then all of a sudden, you oh, someone you didn't notice before pops up from behind the bar. Hey, everyone, need a drink? Who needs a drink? Me. <laughs> Bartog? This is Bartog. I'm Bartog, I'm your, your friendly uh, neighborhood bartender. You know, they, um, I, I was named Bartog before I became a bartender. My choice, not preordained. This is a very large man. For those of you familiar with the race, he is a Goliath. So he popped up you know, from behind the bar. Yeah, and so he, he popped hiding. up from behind the bar. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 I'll do it. I'll look at him. Where were you? Uh, there's a there's a trap door under here where we we keep we store stuff. I was oh, look at downstairs. That. <laughs> I wasn't just waiting to surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll get some wine. We have a portable hole in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> wine? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's um. Any particular you, you white wine, red wine, <laughs> red, red. Okay. I'm told this is a good year. Two or three years ago. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> On the house. Ah, 12. <laughs> I'll try to situate myself at the bar as best as possible. He thinks he's people. <laughs> I'm definitely just squatting off on the side. He looks at you, he's like, ah! Ah! I've seen a werebear before. <laughs> Wait. A bra! Yes, I was Orion about to say. named us. You are not a werebear. Sorry, we do. Uh, you're probably one of the first bra I've seen. That you're one of the first bra I've seen in this part of the world. It's been I've a very long time since I've seen any others as well. Yes, uh, I've met your kind once before, but it was on the other side of the continent. Um, but yes, it's nice to have someone of a similar statue or stature, stature, <laughs> <laughs> at the bar. Uh, what? What do? You, what's your drink? What's your poison? Well, I don't know. Never. It's been a very long time. I've never drunk anything in this world. I've been in the Fae for so long. How about you decide? I've always been told that bra like meat, it's made from honey, Winnie the Pooh. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> I'll have a barrel of that. <laughs> Fabulous. And I hunger down for my first drink. I've never had a drink before. I'll take a barrel. <laughs> I know. This will end well. <laughs> I'll take the barrel and a shot glass. He's not. He's not <laughs> drinking from a mug. He's drinking from like a pitcher. <laughs> 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 
dip my nose right in. I was thinking, like, do you have a trough and just, like, open the spigot into the trough? <laughs> Roll over on my back, turn the spigot on. <laughs> you see uh, Bartog oh, kind of, like, go over into the corner and grab a mop and just, like, kind of <laughs> situate it over near uh, Mizzer, like, I'm going to need this. <laughs> Stormane, the usual? Yeah. And we're obviously here for Whatever the night. Whatever that is. We're here for the night. <laughs> At least here at the night. Or yeah, probably. I'll also take off my armor. I'll start taking yep. it off while I'm there in between drinks and stuff. Absolutely. I want to be comfortable. There's uh, several empty mannequins over near the doorwell, along with like a coat rack and a barrel for like weapons to get thrown into. You see there's a couple swords sitting in there currently. I do the best I can to put my bear armor on one of the mannequins. Yeah, it just <laughs> falls off. <laughs> There's a there's a chest over there too. You can just throw that in if you'd like. Yes, yeah, the, the mannequins are not a fit all. We should really talk to someone about uh, having a large reduced spell put on those things, and maybe they can just resize it. So, anyways, uh, for you, old man. Because I'm I'm still like off on the other side of the room, just kind of like in my own world. Would you like anything over there, sir? He wants something made of grass, maybe. I don't know. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm content, thank you. Okay. We're here if you need us, and for you, my lady. Um, whatever your hardest drink is. Our hardest. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be right back. <laughs> Dwarven rock whiskey. We call it liquid glass. <laughs> It's this little bottle, like, <laughs> this, like almost like a little like a uh, like a uh, science beaker flask thing. <laughs> or is it just like a regular regular uh, bit of uh, ale into a, a mug? <laughs> That's concentrated dwarven spirits. Good luck. Just take it. Turns any glass of ale into the strongest liquid you've ever had. Perfect. I and watched. it changes your accent. <laughs> just I breathe it. Just by being near it, I feel like I'm, I've just got a little dwarven in me. <laughs> so, so I'm going to watch contently as she drinks that. That whole ex- beaker experiment thing has got my attention. Like, what is, what's going on? I want to see this. I take my mug. Is she going to turn into a dwarf? <laughs> I take my mug and I start walking away. I realize there's zombie stuff on my boots. I stamp it off and go sit at the table. <laughs> yes, you'll, you'll likely need that table to sleep on when you're done with your drink. <laughs> so, yes, so I'm... Uh, Bartog, uh, let's go around to meet you all. So I know Storm Main. Uh, what do you, uh, Mr. Bra? Where do you go by? Oh, my name is Mazir. Okay. Great to meet you, Bartog. Yes, Bartog. Ah, we met me. This is fantastic. He's busy. <laughs> uh, and you, sir? Ascot Summerson. Do you have any cheese? Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> What? It goes he sets down a wheel. And there you go. Burgers. Knife. There you go. <laughs> Enjoy, sir. Would you like some crackers? Yes, I'd love some. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to eat over there, old man? We've got plenty of cheese and crackers. <laughs> you whisper from across the room. <laughs> We've got plenty of cheese and crackers. It's a very exciting time. <laughs> Uh, 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 maybe later, thank you. Okay. Have you had a sip yet? Do you understand the words <laughs> that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> Would you like anything to go with your drink? A jug of water? <laughs> a bowl to vomit in? I'm some fine. crackers? Some saltines? <laughs> okay. Well, um, Orion seems to have not really been excited about the news that you all gave him. It was the impression I got. So, but I'm sure he'll be back to discuss what's going on with you soon. Until then, eat, drink, and be merry. We're a pretty easygoing guild here. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to ask. You'll, you might notice a couple other people kicking about. Uh, a good chunk of the guild is still away. There's uh, a lot going on in the area currently. 
Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this uh, Zeke pandemic that's going on, but uh, speaking of which, I was overhearing uh, Orion earlier, and we've had this huge Zeke outbreak, this huge Zeke pandemic, which is what I thought you all were dealing with. But you were just killing... I mean, uh, is anyone even here familiar with... Okay. You were just killing zombies, which you all are very now intimately familiar with. But you weren't fighting Zeeks. Now... What Storm, are they? Okay, yes. I was going to say, I, I couldn't recall if Stormmane was familiar or not, but... The big difference is, like, zombies are the undead, reanimated corpses, typically created by necromancers, don't typically naturally occur in nature... Zeeks are kind of this twisted abomination that's only recently come into uh, Wrath and uh, over the last about a decade now, almost, going on a decade. They're <laughs> like, yes, please continue to eat and drink. Um, but yes, it was um, actually one. It was a magical experiment gone awry. It wasn't quite the the intent of the original creators, but the Zeeks were the the result. Uh, Clarissa, one of the, I should say, one of the, the oldest living vampire, the reason the vampires are, are coming back to the world, was attempting to magically, uh, to, was attempting an experiment to magically reproduce the effects of vampirism to cause subjects to, excuse me, become vampires. Um, unfortunately, she was unsuccessful, but... Or I should say, fortunately for us, she was unsuccessful. Unfortunately for her, I suppose, she was unsuccessful. But the resulting creatures were these these Zeeks, as, as they're known now. Uh, so named be by the original adventurers that encountered them. Uh, but they're this sort of zombie-vampire kind of hybrid thing. They're, they're not undead so much as they are just diseased. You become infected by being bitten by them, similar how vampirism works, but any bite can infect you. And then upon your unnatural and timely death, if you were to be murdered or die for any reason other than old age, typically, you raise up as one of these Zeeks, but you're not technically <laughs> undead. You're still biologically, technically alive, you're just this, this virus infects your nervous system in that, that moment between life and, and you know, blinking out and, and death taking over, and you raise up as these mindless, zombie-esque creatures. Now, some of the big differences are that you'll see that zombies just kind of, they'll try to bite you sometimes, but they'll just they'll swing at you, they'll, they'll groan and moan and, and, and wail and, and skip around. Zeke's run. They will break their own limbs trying to run as, as fast as physically possible to, to to charge you, and they bite, 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 bite. They just instinctively try to chomp, try to bite, try to spread, spread the infection, spread the disease. Now, these things have been popping up all over Vrath uh, after the Shooting Stars incident, where there was the, the, it looked like Shooting Stars in the middle of the day. We just saw these streaks of light going all across the world, and these little meteorite fragments landing all over the world and a small radius around anywhere that these things landed started from popping up these Zeeks from the either the recently dead or just infecting some of the living without knowing it. So, again, a lot, you know, not only us, but a lot of adventuring parties, a lot of you know, uh, militia, armies, government officials, like, it's just it's a, a worldwide problem right now, or as far as we know. We know it's all across Marisian. Uh, you know, we don't spend a lot of time, you know, we're not in, in constant communicado with the other continents, but across Merzian for sure, but judging by the trajectory, it was it, something that can be affecting the entire world um, based off of those meteor fragments. I know that was a lot to absorb, but the, I mean, the, the, the long and short of it is, while we understand where Zeke's come from and we're, we're doing our best to try to just wipe it out, because if we can just kill every Zeke that currently lives, there won't be any more, theoretically, presumably. This random raising of the zombie, we didn't quite understand, but I think Orion might have a clue now, since you mentioned this, uh, what was the name again? Uh, Clovis. Clo Clovis, yeah. 
Yeah, if he's really some sort of Oathbreaker or Death Knight, that might explain the random raising of bodies as zombies, I suppose. Because we, I was confused. I, I, you know, how we're dealing with one problem and how you have a similar but yet different problem. Okay. I'm gonna get up and go follow after wherever Morgan went. Okay. He uh, actually went up one of the sets of stairs towards the the main double door set in the middle of the the, uh, the balcony on the. So you you head up right as you're about to knock your knock on the door. Presumably not just barge in. <laughs> you knock. Okay. Yeah, right as your hand's about to make contact with the door to knock, the, the door swings open. And Orion's standing right there. He's like, yes, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have left in such a... a uh, mysterious manner, I suppose. How old are you, son? I'm much older than I appear, let me tell you that, Grandpa. I know the feeling. Yeah, apparently you're even older than you look, and that's old. Uh, but yeah, I need to. We need to discuss Clovis. But we need to discuss a few things. So let's uh, let's gather everyone around, and then we'll have a little chat. So he's gonna go back downstairs and come out to the the, the main area. He's gonna actually jump up onto one of the tables because again, he looks like a little 13, 14 year old kid. So he looks like he's. Pretty, or he is pretty short. Alright, guys. He kind of gestures towards a couple random people in the room that aren't part of your group. He's just like, you guys are just stay over there. Just don't. You got your own problems. So. Clovis. Old Death Knight. Your assumption about him being, you know, some sort of Death Knighter or, or Oathbreaker style... He is. It was. It was. It was pretty much on money. He is <coughs> one of the oldest Death Knights that I know of to, to currently exists in in the world. He's again, like you said, over three thousand years old. He's older than I am. Um, and it's none of your business how old. You don't ask an old man how old he is. It's rude. How old are you? Considerably older than you are. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. You don't know. And it was rude that he asked that. <laughs> and that, yeah, that was rude of me. Um, so, uh, yes, Clovis. He was formerly a dragon oath paladin in life. He was a part of a very successful adventuring party that was responsible for accomplishing a great many deeds across the world. I pull out the, the little dragon scale that I had around my neck again. Yeah. I'm starting to think that uh, you might be... Wait, you're, so you're claiming... Yeah. <coughs> I wasn't really sure, but I think either he's related to or descended from... Oh, I mean, I, somehow this guy is connected to that group. Um, are you talking about the Bow of the Dragons on the mountainside? Yeah, uh, I mean, among other things, but yes, that's, that would be definitely one of them. Uh, I was most certainly there for that one. Yes, so you were there. Or so you claim. Um, I got this. That is a dragon too. Um, yeah, for those of you who aren't familiar, dragons are real. Surprise! Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't want to overwhelm you with that one, but, uh, but, uh, getting back to the point. So, Clovis is a very old Death Knight. He is part of a, um, again, he was a Dragon Oath Paladin. They don't even exist anymore. Dragon Oath Paladins, there's no dragons, so there's no more Dragon Oath Paladins. But in his life, he pledged an oath to always protect uh, the metallic dragons, to promise to always, at any and all uh, cost, to to you know to fight back against the evil of the chromatic dragons. And in a blind rage uh, on the upon the death of his wife, uh, Clovis turned on and killed his longtime friend and mount, 
uh, Galaxius, uh, that's the short name for the dragon, but he had a gold dragon mount slash friend that he had adventured with and known for years, and not only slew that dragon, but that dragon's entire family. Single-handedly. Now, if that doesn't give you an idea of the, the power of this particular individual, that was before he died and then came back as a death knight. So, he... First of all, you're the luckiest sons of bitches I have ever met. Because he pretty much could have snapped his fingers and broke all of you in half. Um, I'm gonna guess if what uh, you, you Jarell here says is true. Uh, you were only spared by the graces of being in the company of Jarell and the fact that he's got bigger plans for screwing with you before killing you down the road. So you have that to look forward to. <laughs> I, I don't remember, but I, I remember I remember that golden dragon, though. Oh. Uh, yeah, so... Anyways, by turning on the, the gold dragon, he was misled to believe that the gold dragon was responsible for the, the murder of his wife and in a blind rage killed, again, that dragon and its whole family. And it turns out that the not only was the dragon innocent, but just because he was a dragon oath paladin, he broke his oath. And that's why he was cursed by one of the old gods and forced to come back. Uh, right before he actually impaled himself, uh, he whispered a prayer to his, his wife and said that he'd be with her soon. And then, again, as punishment that God forced him or kept him away from his beloved in the afterlife forced him to walk this world where, where, as a death knight. Where did you come about this information? Uh, an old journal. And where is this journal located? In my study. I would most like to peruse this journal. Sure. I will have a... Is a copy of it okay? I don't know if I want to just... It's that's, old. That's fine. I need as much information from that as I can get. Okay. We can do that, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I can get you a copy shortly. I'll uh, have one transcribed and get it to you in the morning. Again, it just it's an old book. And I, I, kinda... I, I, I understand completely. I've been around many, many libraries. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Uh... Very concerned that Clovis is not only in the area, but I'm also concerned where he might be headed to. Now, interesting uh, fact from what I've been able to, to gather. I mean, I honestly know more about Clovis from his life than I do his his undeath. He tends to disappear for decades and sometimes centuries at a time, and then pop back up again. Honestly, you know, what's time to something that lives forever, basically. I don't know how these things, you know, just like liches can disappear for, for decades and centuries at a time, and then all of a sudden they pop up. Death Knights have the same, you know, it, it's a seemingly endless uh, lifespan. Uh, but... You mentioned a lich, and I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so, yes, again, I'm, I'm concerned, but yes, uh, an interesting fact from the, the pieces of information I'm able to gather from his random appearances uh, in the, the last several millennia is that he always walks. That was actually uh, a, a, a joke I read in another journal, uh, was that he was the, the walking death knight. In, in life, he was known for being the rider of a great dragon mount. And in life, he seems to... It's almost... We don't know if it's a choice, if it's part of his curse, that he's never to, to ride another mount again, or if he just likes walking. But yeah, he's never known to be... He's never been sighted riding any sort of creature. Not a nightmare, not a horse, not a... You know, obviously not a dragon, but, you know, no other sort of uh, entity. <laughs> just struts the land <laughs> as it were so it's an anti-paladin that does not know the fine steed spell uh, yes I am narrowing uh, down his capabilities find out exactly what he can do not very fond of the fact that he's deciding to travel my part of the uh, my neck of the woods 
and that he's deciding to hit every town between here and wherever it is that he's heading to. When he left Kron, was he heading toward the uh, mountains or Court Ridge? Do we know? He seemed to be heading towards the mountains, which is yeah, probably my one of my. I can't say my greatest concern. Obviously, my greatest concern is just the appearance of Clovis, but my my second largest concern is the location that I think he's heading to. Where it's is a, that? It's a an old ancient temple. It's said to be inhabited by devils. What type of temple? I honestly don't know all the details. The only thing that I know is that it is said to be guarded by the damned and be protecting those that have been lost. Now, I don't know how much sense that makes to any of you. I have my theories, but I've had a long time to ponder it. But, I don't know for sure. Well, sounds like a place you definitely want to stay away from. Yes. So, all this nightmarish information aside, we need to talk about your official entry into the membership, uh, official membership into the Dragon Tail Guild. You're all joining up, right? We'd love to have you. That depends. Are you going to send us to that temple after we join? No. Uh, then I'll think about it. Not yet, anyways. Let me tell you about the exciting things that we have to offer. First of all, have you ever heard of a benefits package? <laughs> of tattoo magic? <laughs> we have one of the last wielders in the land here. They are capable of wielding ink spells. That's one of the big perks for joining our particular guild. He's got one. Every member gets a membership tattoo. That's what was able to make him. So I was able to be aware of his location and project myself within a certain radius of him. There, that's just that's just the beginning of the perks package. You get an automatically get the the, the ink spell, showing on it's identifying yourself as a member of the Dragon Tail Silver uh, Guild. Uh, there's other spells available along the way. Um, he's just got the mark of the initiate, which is what you would all get. Uh, later on, there's the mark of the hero. Mark of the, um, s there are three mentors in the guild currently, uh, and then there's the master of the guild, and he kind of shows you a tattoo on his chest. He's like, you know, I'm currently, I, I am the only holder of the, the master tattoo, but grants me certain powers over the guild and over anyone else wearing the, the not power over, but, you know, power to communicate with and, and, and assist in other various ways. But also, he pulls over this, and it's very much like a sales pitch. He, like, pulls over, like, this, like, Bolton board on wheels. <laughs> This is a list of current you know, uh, available mess, uh, quests, missions, and bounties that you can take. Upon completion, you get, you know, you're rewarded with either gold or certain. Some of these can be rewarded with yet you know, other spells. You can earn uh, guild credits, and those guild credits can be spent on other ink spells that can be, you know, put on your persons. And trust me, they can come in handy. Uh, and then uh, this. This old lady comes uh, kind of wobbling out on this tiny little cane, and she pulls out this big giant needle, and she's like, who's up first? So, some quick question here. What you're telling me is that this tattoo that we get will enable us to be in communicate with you. It'll allow me to be in communication with you at any time I choose. It will also allow you to be the mark of the initiate, which is the first uh, tattoo that you can get. Uh, hmm. Why don't you explain it? So, the, this old lady, she's like, okay, so, who amongst you does, uh, you, 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 you're, you, I can tell you know spells. You, you. How can you just tell that? It's your aura, I read auras. Oh. <laughs> Okay, it's a perk of the being a tattoo, uh, a tattoo uh, user or uh, wielder. Um, so, yeah, we're you, 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 you all use spells. Okay, well, okay, so you, you should be able to follow along. It's those, it's those that don't wield spells in any way, shape, or form. They have trouble following. But basically, I can, I can uh, imbue uh, the, the tattoo or the ink that I, I put into your flesh with with magical properties to give you the ability to basically. Have you ever 
Have you ever, you've all had a potion before, right? Like, think of it like a potion in your flesh. That, and it slowly recharges itself, like a reusable potion. Like, um, okay, again, his tattoo. Uh, once every, every this, this one recharges every dawn, so every time the sun comes up. If there's no sun in your area, well, I don't know what to tell you. I, I, haven't, I haven't tried that one out. But he can cast Sanctuary on himself once a day. Okay? Now, that's just what he can do with the, the tattoo, because it also brands him as being a member of this guild, and then, uh, again, uh, Orion over there, he can he can always know his location. It's like a, like a no-creature uh, no location spell. At all times, he knows where this guy is. Um, he also has the ability, knowing where he is, he can then project an image to speak to him at will. Later on down the road, you know, if you if you're lucky enough to to move up in the ranks and you can get like the the hero mark, then you can cast bless on yourself once in, once per uh, once per resting. Doesn't matter, sun no sun, who gives a crap? You, you you get a good night's sleep. The next day you can cast bless on yourself. But my my, my question is so. For so what you're telling us is we all get sanctuary once a day. Right. Okay. Um, and he can keep track of any of us. Yes. As long as we have this spell. Right. And he can open up this return home gate to us. That was a, a trick that he used with another guy. So that was, there was a, we have a, a, a big old uh, archmage in the back that we keep in the closet. You know, we pull him out when we need him. So he knew where he was. He told him where you guys were. You were in the middle of town. You were in the closet middle of... Uh, of Kron, he opened up a teleport spell. Boom. You know, Bob's your uncle. Boom. I just... <laughs> I am enjoying how it went from a little old lady to, like, you know, like an Italian salesman. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm just... There's little old Italian ladies. <laughs> <laughs> they do exist. I, I look over at Jarell. If it would put your mind at ease, I'm willing to go first. If it's good for Jarell, I trust yeah. you. And the best part is, we have to shave him first. I mean, not the whole thing, but where the tattoo's gonna go. I'm I, I more so... I, I, I step back, I'm like, hold oh, no. up. By first, I, I met last. I'm more so considering the, the, just the benefits of just having this tattoo in general, so that's really all it is. Um, yeah. Now, I'm gonna tell you, some of my most... Because, again, you can earn credits, you know, it's one of those, like, it's, 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 an, it's an exclusive membership-only thing. We don't let anyone, any schmuck off the street come in. No matter... I've been offered a lot of gold in the past. I'm not allowed to do it, so I was tempted a couple times, I'm going to be honest with you, but Orion won't let me do it. But, you know, again, you know, exclusive members-only uh, uh, trick. There's not many of us tattoo uh, magic users left, um, so... Anyways, one of the, the one of the most popular spiel um one of the, the that I see is uh, when you got the credits is usually like you guys you're all working together. If you keep working together, you form a little you know you got your little group, you got a little venturing party, you're all buddies. I got one. I got a tattoo. I give you all the same tattoo. Um, I it's basically it lets you do sending it well with each other. You you got like. Like you got it, like you got each other on your shoulders when you need them. You got you, you talk to them when you need to, you know. It's it's, it's good for being in communicado. You know, you can be across the world from each other. You can be like, hey, dude, I need your help. And then so, so essentially, like, like sending or or message. Yes, so, exactly. Yes, yeah. Messages the short range Ascot? version. Sending the you know the long range version. Can we mute Ascot? How would you do that? <laughs> Have a lovely singing voice. Um. So so essentially, what you're saying is this is basically like you know we can. We're for we're doing a stealth approach kind of thing. Like, yeah, and again, like uh, this, you know, this it's not the spell, it's not the mark that you're going to get right off the bat. But yeah, down the road you can get another one of these, you know, the, one of these tar tattoos that allow you to do sending with each other. Again, think of it like as if you drank a potion or, or, or used a scroll, but it's it's renewable. Some of them can be used once a day. Some of them can be used two, three times a day. Some of them uh, at will. You can get constant effect versions of some of these tattoos. It just it depends on how much what what spell it is, you know, or equivalent spell it is, and it depends on how much you want to spend. So and, and at any point, and what is the process for potentially removing this? What would somebody have to do to take it off? Oh God, I've never known anyone want to take one off. Well, um, I'm not saying I'm not saying for the purpose of you know maybe myself would be removing it, but let's just say that one of us were to be you know captured in some way and. They wanted to not be traced. Uh, 
We're talking about literally hacking off the limb that it's attached to. I think to. you'd have to carve it right out of your flesh, to be honest with you. Okay. I mean... If the captors know about it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's one of the nice things about these, is not only... Not only is this an exclusive opportunity for you, <laughs> but very few people know about the existence of this very of this type of magic. So, you know, most people aren't going to look for it. They're going to, oh, hey, cool tattoo. Oh, you guys all got like tattoos. That's nice. You know, <laughs> they're like, oh, what are you guys, a bunch of fags? You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, especially her. <laughs> um, do you have detect magic? Can you see if his tattoo glows at all? Because, I mean, that's one way to figure it out. Oh, go ahead and give me ten minutes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> She's like, ooh, I, I can't wait for this. Go ahead. Hit him. Hit him with your best shot. Okay. Slice sure. off some cheese. <laughs> put it on a cracker. Eat it. Drink some wine. So detect magic. Nothing. Ancient secrets, my friend. Ancient secrets. Oh, really? And how ancient would you say they are? Okay, because I can guarantee you I can one-up you on the ancient part of things. Oh, you might be old, but this magic's older. It's at least 2,999 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... Now, here's my favorite part. A lot of spells, you know, like if you cast a spell on yourself, you cast another spell on yourself. Like, okay, uh, let's say you want to water breathe, but you want to be invisible while you're water breathing. You can't do both. You can You can only concentrate on one spell at a time. These tattoos can stack, buddy. They can stack. Put that in your pocket. Put that in your pipe. Smoke it. Ah. Uh. He's like, you don't want to know how many freaking tattoos I put on that freaking Orion, uh, Orion guy. That guy. Whoo! If he takes off his shirt, stacked. <laughs> I have a question. Can the tattoos themselves be invisible? <laughs> Not normally, but I wonder if I do a little bit of research, maybe I can pull something off. Perhaps there's some invisible ink. Yeah. Well, I'm just not really big on oh, tattoos. shows up under a black light. I mean, that's just, <laughs> I mean, that's just my thing, you know. If other people like tattoos, that's fine. I'm just really not really into them. I'm that's why you get them in. You get them, get them on your upper thighs so your pants are always covering them or something. <laughs> eh, but I'd know it's there. <laughs> it's like, well, just because, again, you know, Orion really wants you guys in the guild, so I was told to give you my spiel, my my, my pitch, you know, one of the big perks for joining the guild. I'm going to show you, my, like, you know, kind of walk you guys into one of the back rooms. Like, this is this is my shop, this is where I do all my work, and pulls this curtain across, you know, and then uh, under the curtain, it's just, it's just wall, but there's um, a bunch of... Uh, a list of spells and prices on the wall, like, you know, instead of telling you all, like, it, like it says, you know, like, Sigil of Shelter, but then it gives you, like, the equivalent spell for those spellcasters to understand what it is. So it's like, Sigil of Shelter is the equivalent of, like, protection from elements. And then it gives you, like, these different, there's a bunch of different prices, and she tries to explain, she's like, okay, so, for 500, it's once per day, you know, it's usable once per day, but... Um, I'm sorry, it's, it's a one, I'm sorry, I apologize. For 500, it's a one-time use only. You use it, the tattoo burns, the ink burns right out of your flesh, that's it, Bob's your uncle, it's gone. It's like a, like a one-use scroll hidden on your, on your persons. But... Who's Bob and why is he my uncle? <laughs> but for 2,000, you can use it once per day, per 2,000, up to three times per day. So if you, so in other words, if you spend 6,000, you can use it three times per day. And then this next price over here, see this 10,000? 10,000 makes it so it's an at-will effect. So anytime you need it, 13 times a day, 14 times a day, doesn't matter, 10,000, boom, you can use it whenever you want. And then there, not all spells are available in this, this last price range, but for 25,000, low, low price, 25,000, constant effect. On all the time. All right, so... Boom. So Bob's are we talking about... We're talking about... Actual currency, or are we talking about something with your big Um, well, gold. Store credit. No, no, gold or store credit. It all spends the same in here. So, so, so. Yeah, you know, guild, guild points, guild credits, gold, however you want. So, I do have a very particular question about your uh, at will spell for 10,000 gold, you say? 
Yeah, so, so if I if I were to any any is what spells do you have? Any spells that we that you no have? no. I mean, there's a, I got a, I got a, I got the list right here. So right now, the equivalent spells we got we got we got bless, we got guidance, resistance, devil sight. You might not be familiar. It's not really a spell per se, but it's the equivalent of devil sight. Um, you might be familiar, my friend. I'm getting an aura that you might understand what I'm talking about. But basically, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's kind but. of it's kind of like see in darkness. But you can even see through magical darkness, like a devil themselves. I'm just particular, specific. I had a friend who had this wonderful spell. Um, something, power word kill. Oh yeah, no, no, that's that's no. We don't do offensive spells here. No, 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 no. Now these are. Think of these. Most of these spells. <laughs> most of these spells. Think of them like almost like again like they're like the. Like, think of, like, the ink in your body, almost like, think of it as almost like a piece of armor or defense. A lot of these things, they're going to be helping defend you, protect you, or they're going to give you, like, little perks. Like, like, tongues is a popular one. Being able to just, like, talk any, you know, any and all languages, understand whatever's going on, and come at your face. Because you never know when you're going to run into that giant, you know, you know the, or that, you know, that, well, that devil, you don't know how to speak freaking for. infernal. Mm. <laughs> um, another big popular one is either, well, we got both, you know, because it's cheaper, then true seeing, well, we got seeing visibility, we got true seeing. Um, some other popular ones, these can't be set up as uh, at wills. They can't be set up as constant effects, but you know, you can get you can get a cure wound spell put right in your skin as like an emergency. Oh my god! Boom! I feel great. I was about to die, and the cleric was busy at the bar, and he wasn't able to be there to save my life. And boom, Band-Aid. Is she from Boston now? <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel we need like, ask, like, to ask the question. Like, there's just like... There's... There are old Italian grandma sales people in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> like, like like the Predator thing. We're like, beep, 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 beep. Like the, the countdown, like timer, like self-destruct. Like, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll finish off the list. We, got, we, got, we, got, we covered the blast, guidance, resistance, devil sight, protection from evil, protection from elements, Create food and water, again, can't be a constant effect, but you can make it up to uh, at will if you need to. Water breathing, uh, magic weapon, so no matter what weapon you're using, you can, boom, it's equivalent of being magical. That can come in handy. Create food and water at a constant effect. You're just, like, constantly <laughs> falling around here. I'm not sweating, I swear. <laughs> uh, we, we got comprehend languages, we got tongues, we got sea invisibility, we got true seeing. Then we got the uh, equivalent of like a Cure Wounds uh, level 1 and a Cure Wounds level 2. And then another big, really popular one, but this one's really expensive. We got uh, we got uh, the, the, the Luck Tattoo. Luck <coughs> kind of swings in your favor. Things that are a little less likely to happen are a little more likely to happen to you. Mechanically, it's the, like kind of like the Luck Feat where you get to re-roll any d20 even after you rolled it. It's not giving you advantage, it allows you to re-roll. Okay. Water breathing is a constant. You're just gonna walk across the bottom of the ocean. And upon special requests, you know, others, other like spells, I can see if I can do some research and dig up an ink ink spell version of it. Um, these are these are the most commonly asked for, the most commonly done. Awesome. Um, but I, I can look at other things. I'm, I'm always on the lookout trying to find uh, new. Uh, tattoo magic tomes. Uh, I, I know I'm not the only practitioner left in the world, but there's not too many of us. Uh, but we don't tend to to want to share each other our secrets with each other very often because uh, you know we all want to have our own little uh, shtick, our own little uh, exclusivity. Yeah. So it's, it's it's hard getting other spells, but I can see what I can do. Anyhow. Me. Brand me. <laughs> hey, branding's a whole nother type of magic, man. We don't do no branding around here. I mean, that's dirty magic. <laughs> I'm just talking about putting a little ink in your skin here. Don't, don't, don't call me a heretic or nothing. Inquisition kicks in the door. That was a heretic. <laughs> so then Orion pops back up. He's like, now for the fine print. So there is a uh, monthly dues. Or there are dues that have to be paid. Uh, we usually take them out of the, uh, the, you know, the rewards that you get for accomplishing missions, quests. If it's if we send you out on something, then your all dues are are void and paid for the month. Um, if it's something extremely dangerous or, or a very uh, involved task, we might even waive dues for three to six months. 
Um, there's you can pay either monthly, weekly, or annually. Uh, the further in advance you pay, the less they are. So weekly is two gold. Monthly is five gold. Uh, if you pay annually, it's just a, a, the low, low price of 45 gold a year. Um, but that's just kind of for, but you get room and board, you know, shelter. You, you get a room right here in the lodgings. You have all you can eat, all you can drink. So, I mean, it covers a lot. It's selling, you know, two gold Discounts a week. at the bar. I, I, I walk over and I grab, like, the thing of gold that <laughs> we've been stockpiling off of his, you know, how much will this cover for the two of us? <laughs> Throw it at him. <laughs> yep. remember how much is Do you have gold? It was 28 in mine. Yeah, he was taking... Yeah, we I just were, kept giving him we mine. just and combining like, oh, it. Oh, yeah. gold. There, <laughs> there we go. Yep, 28 total forward. is what we have. <laughs> well, hold on. Since uh, I know that we weren't part of the guild, technically, on that mission you sent us on, but you did send us on a mission, so that should cover some of our dues, right? It's true, and that's why we already offered you free food and drink when you got here. So... Well, you've got two months, the first two months are waived, but you still have to sign the dotted line. We're just letting you know that going forward, after these first two complimentary months for doing us a favor and going on this mission, <laughs> you got you got dues. Now, if you were to pay your annual dues now, we'd take those two months off prorated, so you're looking at about 35 gold annually if you were to pay now. If you wait two months, then you're basically re-upping annually after the two month marks. You got, a, you got the two months, then you got a year after that, that's the 45 gold again. Yes, yes. Okay, me now. Take our money. So Ascot's sort of doing the math in his head of how often they'll probably send him on a mission. I'll wait to two months. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. All right. So, you're joining. You're joining? I'm already in the chair. Shirt off. Right <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that was quick. Tie me up, woman. I like to be dirty. Do <laughs> Get this over with. I talk about that brand. You were saying about a brand. <laughs> Give me a shot of whiskey and I'll like let one it of your French girls. <laughs> I sent down the thirty-five gold. You get a tattoo. You get a tattoo. You get a tattoo. Do you want a tattoo? I do want a tattoo, but I don't like the whole shaving thing. But. What did she say about the invisible ink tattoo? She said she'd look into it. She'd research it. Right, so well. yes, I am. I'll wait until she's done researching before I get a tattoo. <laughs> you already have a tattoo. Everyone gets a tattoo. You're like, I'll pencil me in for later. <laughs> yeah, I'll go last. No, just, I'll just wait until you get that invisible thing taken care of. We'll go for Quick re-up. It's blinking still, right? Yep. yep. Paranoia, paranoia. Everybody's <laughs> coming to get me. Okay, so. You've all joined the guild. You've all signed the dotted line. You're all going to get a tattoo. Now, the next thing we have to do is choose your group. Or actually choose each of you individually. It doesn't have to be as a group, but each of you is going to be assigned a mentor. There are three mentors in the group, or in the guild. Typically, the mentors are assigned as a group, but we can assign individually on a special needs basis. Just typically, they're kind of like your advisor. You know, they'll they'll give you some um, some tips, some guidance. Uh, you know, if before you set out on a journey or a quest, they might give you some ideas of how you know best you can accomplish this, given your specific uh, tool set. You know, in the, within the group, again, you're a fairly powerful. You know, I mean, you guys are still on the you know the, the newer end of using your abilities, but that potentially down the road, you're all going to be very powerful. You're all able to use magic in one way, shape, or form. We've got a freaking brawl over here, Tempest cleric. Druid that's older than time, you know. Sorcerer. Arcane <laughs> practitioner. <laughs> and uh, one of my favorites, the Eldritch Knight. Uh, with a giant sword, which is always a favorite. Uh, so, I mean, I, th I see you being a very, very uh, powerful group, uh, especially going forward. So, again... If you can't disagree, we can see if we can make special accommodations, but your your choices we have, uh, first we have Agatha, the Merciless, Baroness of Stone. Uh, she is, uh, she considers herself a walking weapon. She is, mechanically, she's a monk, a sorcerer. Uh, she is uh, a way of the elements, slash earth elementalist, which I'm still working out the, the, the t um, tweaks to. But basically, is a sorcerer, uh, monk sorcerer. 
Um, yes. So she's, uh, she considers herself to, uh, again, be a, a walking weapon, no armor, no weapon, but can single-handedly handle a small army if necessary. Uh, she can be a little, uh, a bit cold, like stone, but she's a, she's a very good person. Uh, then we have Styx the Grey, wielder of the Scale of Bones. Styx is a death cleric necromancer wizard. Powerful caster and leader of a small army of undead, both skeletons and zombies alike. There's even rumor that he has a white under his command, which is not true. By the way, it's a bad rumor. Shut it down. <laughs> if you hear anyone talking that he's got a white under his command, it's not true. Uh, he uses mindless and dead only as a tool to accomplish goals and tasks. Sticks has come across. Uh, he can come across as weird and off-putting, uh, but he believes in law and order and would die to defend the guild and or his friends. I don't know about this guy. Then we have uh, Heroth, the Many, Prince of Shadows, aka also known as the Devil's Knife. Heroth is a monk, a way of the shadow assassin. Uh, so a way of the shadow, way of the shadow monk. Uh, slash assassin also has a little bit of training as a fighter, but not enough to uh, have gone down a path. Yeah, yeah, we understand the build. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Haroth is a stealth uh, stealth assassin. He can kill a half dozen men from the shadows before you're even aware he is close. Haroth is a reformed assassin and former member of the Assassin's Guild, uh, also known as the Fraternity. Uh, Haroth uh, encountered Orion who helped to change his mind about his choices and turned him around into the man he is today. Hroth would kill a thousand men or die without a second thought for Orion. Uh, Hroth keeps himself and... Oh, keeps to himself is incredibly hard to get to know. So the stone lady, then? That's what I'm waiting for. Remember this other stealthy assassin type? Stone, stone Cold Agatha? <laughs> and that's the bottom line. <laughs> Floats off soft, gives us stunners. So yeah, Orion. Uh, he's like, look, I know they all sound kind of harsh. They are no, our, our most, two of them. <laughs> uh, they are our most um, some of our most powerful members. Uh, but they have proven themselves time and time again to be. Not only some of our most powerful mem uh, members, but some of our, our, our wisest and most learned uh, uh, advisors for others. You know, many have been, you know, many are under their, their tutelage. And, and again, though they might not always be coddling and nurturing, they are always supportive and have always given, you know, sound advice. And have usually, and most that have uh, been under their wing have become the, the most powerful versions of themselves. So... They're wise and tutors. They really help the guild members on their way. Hey, kid, want to learn how to kill somebody with your thumb? <laughs> well, yeah, I do. So you all uh, vote for Agatha the Merciless, Baroness of Stone. I am. So I mean, it's either that or a necromancer or an assassin. Former assassin. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes, he yes, turned over and leave. Just it does just because you've morally changed your ways doesn't mean your ways go away. You killed two hundred people. Yep, yeah, but now I'm feeling it may not have been the best choice. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. my mistakes. Now I killed. Now I killed two hundred people that deserved it. <laughs> not because I was paid the right amount of money. Instead. Agatha's probably the best choice, and that's the bottom line. Alright, Agatha. Because Agatha said so. Oh, I forgot to tell you the name of the anchor is Georgie. Really? Mm-hmm. Because why not? So, uh... Uh, now that you're all members and you've chosen your mentor, I'm gonna send you off with, uh... Well, I'm gonna let you all get some rest, honestly, because you all need it. Uh, but tomorrow, uh, you'll meet up with Agatha and she can start working with you and begin your training before we... Just, you know, to make sure that we feel that you're 100% ready for 
any following tasks. We want to make sure that you're not going to charge off and headlong and run into some death knight accidentally and <laughs> be lucky not to die. That could be Again. <laughs>